This is Ryan Nidell, host of 15 Minutes to Freedom, a podcast dedicated to helping you expand your mindset and get shit done. Be sure to subscribe to this show and leave me a review if I've been able to impact your life in any way. Reviews help me reach a higher ranking, which in turn allows the message to reach more people. It's my goal with this podcast to positively impact a million people's lives. Also check out RyanNidell.com for additional content. That's R-Y-A-N-N-I-D-D-E-L.com. Also find me on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook at Ryan Nidell. Today's episode is Stop Wishing It Was Easier, Wish That You Were Better. So in today's episode, I'm going to cover one of the more impactful lessons that I've learned from inside the boxing ring. And that is the fact that I don't need to wish that boxing was easier. I need to make sure that I am better. So as many of you know, I have been consistently boxing now, really since the first part of January. Started with a local trainer, a good friend of mine that owns Powerhouse Gym here in Columbus, the official gym of the Arnold Classic. His name is Matt Catalonga. And Matt was a pro boxer in his own right, had a couple pro bouts, and he taught me the very basics. I'd meet with him twice a week. We'd start. There was no sparring. I was scared to death. It was just working on the basics, really trying to build a foundation. And that went through January and February. Then the untimely passing of my best friend Miles on March 3rd really put me into a tailspin. You know, for the next two weeks, I don't think I boxed once. I admittedly don't really recall. Kind of all a blur. I know I was supposed to be. I know in my mind I was, but if I'm really looking at what I did, I probably didn't box at all then. As we carry through March and into April, I went to an event called Warrior Week. Garrett J. White's Wake Up Warrior out in Laguna Beach, a group I've shared many times that I'm a part of that has had massive impact on my life. And so in that, there's a a 30-day lead up to that, and then the Warrior Week is actually a week in Laguna Beach. So during at least that week, I know I didn't box. And I come home, and I'm I'm beat up. You know, I've got cuts and scratches. It's a pretty physically exhausting week on the beach. Certainly not hanging out, drinking Mai Tais, and, you know, kicking your feet up. And so what happened is I took another week off. Well, now we're to the middle of the end of April. Well, I happen to go to California and get married May 19th. So I might have boxed a week or 10 days from, you know, that end of April to the middle of May. And I don't really even remember doing that. So I could have taken this whole time off. Of course, I was still in the gym because I enjoyed the gym, but I don't remember boxing. Get married May 19th, go on a week-long honeymoon, vacation, whatever you want to call it. So now I'm coming back and it's the end of May. And I know the first part of June, like I'm actively jumping back in the ring. And when I jump back in, in my mind this first time, and again, it could have been the 20th time or 40th time, but I'm back in the ring. And I am exhausted. Like what I recall being simple and automatic is incredibly difficult. The 18-ounce gloves that I wear feel like they're lead balloons strapped to my hands. My lungs burn every time I take in a breath through my nose and I try to slowly exhale it out through my mouth to control my heart rate. I'm not able to. I'm gasping for air. My legs, as I move around the ring on the mat, feel like jelly. Like my knees are wobbly. My ankles are weak. And all this has deteriorated over the course of two and a half months. And so in this time, I'm like, man, what happened? 
Like, it doesn't feel like I've been off that long because I've been sporadically coming in, and I certainly have still been working out. I've been eating well. What has happened to make it that now this is my reality? Like, I wish this was just easier. It should be easier. And so my mind starts playing tricks on me during this time period of, Maybe there's a hack I can use. Maybe I can find some back-end way to make this easier. Maybe boxing can be more simple if I watch YouTube videos. Or get a breathing device to help, you know, wear one of those silly mountain climbing O2 masks to put more lungs in my, or more air in my lungs. Maybe if I buy a different mouth guard that I can breathe through differently, that'll help. Oh, no, no, I got it. I'll start using Afrin, the nose spray, to open up my nasal passages before I go into the ring so I can breathe even better get more oxygen, and not be so tired. I'm wishing this was just an easier sport. And I'm consistently wishing. Not only am I wishing, I'm taking action. All these things I just shared with you, I actually did. The next 10 days of my life were just a series of trial and error and trying to find a way to shortcut the system. Thinking that it wasn't my hard work that was missing, it was some external influence, it was some external force. That wasn't the case. So I box every, I box five days a week all the way through June, get into July, five days a week. Unfortunately, my trainer, Kevin, leaves the third week of July for vacation. So I'm faced with this decision now. I remember how miserable things were when I took months off. I don't have a trainer, but I know enough drills and I have enough guys I box with that I can create my, I'll just ask Kevin if I can use the gym while he's gone. I'll ask him if I can bring in a couple guys and we can not mess around, still train, but not as hard as we would if he was there. His answer was an astounding yes. Kevin's an incredible guy. And so we box and spar even when he's gone. Instead of doing the normal sparring, because I don't know how to do all the drills that he does, I crank things up and we end up doing true sparring, three-minute rounds with a 30-second break. When in an amateur world, what we're practicing for is two-minute rounds with a one-minute break. So although the impact in the training might not be as difficult, the cardiovascular work is much better. Now, admittedly, I'm still wishing this was easier. As I'm pushing myself in these times and sparring with a couple of friends of mine, and they're dinging me on the face and you know, smacking me around on the jaw and cracking me in the stomach, it's painful. And these are not enjoyable things. I don't know if you've ever boxed or been in a fight before or practiced MMA or jiu-jitsu or taekwondo or any variable number of disciplines you could have practiced. But what I do know is I wish it was easier. Here we are basically the first day of August as I'm recording this right now. As I'm recording this, I've been at this now for eight straight weeks, at least five days a week. And as I now command space in the center of the ring, and I'm very rarely short of breath, and for being 263 to five pounds, feel pretty light on my feet, I'm able to see punches coming and counter off of them. I'm able to really own this part of the sport at this time in my life. No, I am not a professional boxer. I don't ever claim to be. No, I've only sparred. I've not actually been in a a real sanctioned fight yet. There are some things I still have to do to vet out the process. But instead of wishing things were easier, I now realize all I had to do was work harder. 
It was never a thing that I had to make this easier. There was no hack to make boxing easier. It's a skill set and a, a mindset that takes months and then ultimately years to perfect. There was no shortcut from A to C. I had to go through B. Once I've now realized that and that the hard work is what really makes the metal of me as a man, I have a whole different respect and perspective for what goes on. I drive to the gym every morning excited to spar and excited to learn. I know that I'm in the process of progress every day. I know that this hard work is all stacking up on something because I'm no longer exhausted. My knees no longer feel like jelly. My waist is smaller. My lats are wider. My punches are more damaging. I don't get hurt as bad. When I take a punch, I now know how to take it so I don't feel like someone's ringing a bell in my ear for the next six days. The first time I got punched hard in the jaw, I couldn't chew my dinner that night. Of course I wanted things to be easier, but I didn't need to. I needed to just work harder. And so I heard this on one of the, the audio CDs I was listening to on the way back and forth from New York. Is this, this quote that, you know, don't wish it were easier, wish you were better. Well, I don't have to wish I'm better at anything. I can just put in the work to become better. There's not anything on the planet that can go on that I can't work hard enough for long enough and eventually achieve, but I'm no different than you are. What happens is most of us don't want to go through that shitty part. We're in a now society. We all want things to happen yesterday. I'm no different. The first time I walked in the boxing ring, I had this imaginary BS story. I walked in saying like, I'm going to be the next Mike Tyson. The first time in the ring, I'm going to knock somebody out. This is going to be the easiest thing in the world. I'm already athletic. I haven't been taking steroids. I've been doing some cardio. I got this. Not only was that no further from the truth than I'm Mike Tyson right now, but it was the complete opposite. Like It was the most humbling experience in the world because I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't have the skill set. Now I do. But it's not only that. It's in the marketing arena for the marketing company I own. It's for the one-on-one coaching I offer to marketing and to individual clients. All these things, I wish they were easier, but I don't have to wish anything. I can just put in the work and put in the reps for long enough to realize the fact that I'm in control of that destiny, no different than you are. And that's ultimately what this is about. I realize my lesson now. Do you realize yours? How many different places in your own life right now are you wishing that things were easier when if you were honest with yourself, you'll know they're never going to be. Like I watched my executive producer, Doug, this morning. I haven't shared this with him yet. I watched him on Instagram. Kind of like a creep, a little bit like a voyeur. You know, scrolling through my page and I see, I see his Instagram handle. And I see these two rings hanging up. And he's on a box a little elevated over to the side. And he reaches out and grabs the rings. I'm like, man, what is this guy going to do? So Doug's into CrossFit and like really into CrossFit. Like I've, after trying to do a Murph every day for 30 days, I have a completely different respect for CrossFit, realizing that's not even really CrossFit. That's a type of workout that's done to honor Michael Murphy, whole separate conversation, not trying to bastardize what CrossFit is. But I see him reach out and grab these rings and eventually he pulls himself up, like does a version of a pull up, I'll call it. He's holding on the ring, supporting his own weight. His feet are not connected to anything. He's able to pull himself up and eventually like pivot his arms around and then do a dip where he pushes himself up, like still supporting his weight. And I don't know how heavy Doug is. I'm going to make him 175 pounds right now because he's sitting in front of me. 
slender guy, like in shape, you know, not carrying around an extra bunch of extra body fat. I'm sure if we asked him, he'd say, yeah, I am. We all think we're carrying extra fat. But here he is. He gets done with this and on camera, like jumps down or fall, like lets himself go or touches down to the ground, however you want to say it. And like lets out this scream, essentially, of enjoyment, like excitement. And admittedly, like most Instagram users, I didn't turn the sound on, so I don't really know if he screamed or not. I don't know what was said. I'm just scrolling, and I see it, and I see his mouth open, so I can assume it wasn't like some sort of sexual gesture. I believe it was the fact he was excited. And in that, I will guarantee that if I brought Doug on right now, he's been trying to do that for a hell of a lot longer than that being his first time. And not only that, I'm sure at some point he saw somebody do it on a CrossFit game or somebody else at the gym. He's like, man, that should be easy. I can jump up and do that. Jumped up the first time and like probably couldn't pull himself up. Like seeing how he muscled his way up, and maybe it's, it's not called a muscle up. I don't know what it's called. But seeing how he pulled himself up or muscled himself up, it took every ounce of strength that he had left in him at that exact moment. Like he's shaking when he's doing this. It's like, man, this is going on all around us. Where if we're honest with ourselves, we all want the shortcut, but we all realize at some base level, it just takes consistency and hard work to get to where you want to get to. You have to not only wish you were better, you have to make yourself better. And the law of attraction is amazing. Focus on some stuff that you really want. Focus on attracting the ability to do this muscle up, I'll call it, that Doug just did. I'll say it for myself. I'm going to just manifest the fact that I'm good at boxing. Bullshit. Not going to work. And I love the law of attraction. I can't sit in my office at home and meditate over being better at boxing and draw a picture of me with some gloves on and a, you know, a championship belt around my waist and have that shit happen. It's not going to work ever. I will guarantee it. It's going to take me training for months, if not years, to get to the point of being able to win one fight. Now, of course, if I'm focusing on it every day and I'm painting a mental image of success and then I'm putting in the reps behind the mental image of success to ensure that I achieve success, I have a much higher possibility of achieving it than someone that never thinks about it. That to me is how the law of attraction really works. I'm putting in the reps not only mentally but also physically to back it up. So in your life right now, where are you lying to yourself wishing that something was easier instead of making yourself better? I think for most of us, it's some, some point either in the gym or on the job. Where in the gym are you lying to yourself saying, like, I wish I was getting more slender. I wish I had the body that I really wanted. When the actions you're putting behind it don't line up, you're drinking beer, you're eating fried chicken, you're having burgers and fries. You're never in a caloretic deficit. You always have a caloretic abundance, an overage. Which, with the way your body works, surprise, surprise, means you can't lose weight. At some very base level, I'm going to take the lid off the fitness industry. I'm going to just blow the top off of it right now. If you have more calories that you consume every day than you burn, you are not going to lose weight. Your body doesn't work that way. You need to take in less calories than you burn every day or be at a caloretic deficit in order caloric deficit, however you want to say it, in order to lose weight. We can do the whole macronutrient profile and all the other crazy things we can talk about in a separate episode. That's how fitness really works. Quit wishing this stuff was easier. You put yourself in the position you're in. I didn't. It's not going to get easier. You have to work your way through it. 
Same thing inside your business. You may wish that you got the promotion. You may wish that you became CEO. You may wish you had the gumption to start your own business. But until you put in the work and earn your chops and get to that point and do things consistently enough, it's never going to happen. It's just not. Same thing in your relationship. Where in life are you wishing your relationship was getting easier instead of actually putting in the damn work to make it easier? When's the last time you itemized and set time aside to go one-on-one on a date with your significant other, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, left your phones in the car, focused just on them, made them feel special, made them feel appreciated, made them feel loved, made them feel honored, where you took the time to plan the whole date from start to finish, didn't ask them for input, and covered every detail, had no distractions anywhere in the environment. When's the last time you did that? If you haven't done it and you're hoping your relationship gets better and you think you can do that one time and you're going to have massive success, you're wrong. Quit wishing it was easier. Wish you were a better boyfriend or girlfriend. When you stop wishing things were easier and you realize that you're in control of your own life and it's your hard work that's going to bring you success, you'll find that every day you're able to get shit done. 